514. I got nothing. 514? No, that doesn't, doesn't mean anything. It does right? not ring a bell. It's not an area code of significance. It's no. not a date of significance. I got nothing. And uh, disclaimer, if you live in the 514 area code, we don't hate you. We don't know you. Wherever you are. <laughs> oh, and maybe when we're on our road trip, maybe you uh, hit oh. us up. Mm, that's a podcast coming up for sure. Actually, it's going to be a series of podcasts. In fact, prior to getting COVID, thank you again, we were, Michelle and I were considering making up locations where we wanted people to conjure this thought of where, where are we right now? Mm. Like old school radio, like really old school radio, you know, the playhouse type of radio, right? Mm. And today we're broadcasting from the top of a sunlit building in Tuscany. But we're actually in an office space. Uh-huh. But soon, Kellyanne Callahan and I will be broadcasting from on the road. Like Mr. Jack Kerouac and Mr. John Steinbeck with Tales from the Road. There was a book that he wrote. I think it was something about Travels with Charlie, mm-hmm. which was his dog. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have Travels with Daisy. <laughs> Daisy and maybe a kitty cat. Not too. maybe a kitty cat. McWordle. Oh my god. The MCQ. <laughs> that also <laughs> deserves its own episode because people are probably super confused right now. Totally. Yeah. To mm-hmm. get you back into context. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of context, it is the 29th of May. Can you believe that we're almost through May? And can you believe that we're almost through this COVID bullshit once again? Yeah. I am so done with it. Yeah. Kellyanne Callahan, would you like to read the gift of the day? Green ponds, blue skies, black dogs, red wine, white women? Ruh, ruh. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a recipe for disaster for all of you in Kite Land. You know that this is going to go off the rails. It sounds like some shit's going to get disturbed, and, and it will. And on this day dedicated to gratitude, I have nothing but appreciation for the world we live in, even with its quirks. No, no, no. Let me back up. Fuck that. Especially with its quirks. It's the quirks that makes it fun, people. Relax a little bit. Oh, man. I can't tell you how many people hate that phrase. Relax. I used to say that all the time. I don't know anybody that really likes it. I've never done it to you, though, because you never, like, get overly... I'm usually pretty relaxed. Yeah, you are. But nobody likes to be relaxed. Or nobody likes to be told to be relaxed. Yes, that's a, a that's better stressful. Put, better put. So emerging from the COVID for the third fucking time and getting some fresh air out in open spaces was a tonic. Mm. And as I check in with my friends and my family who are still suffering, I'm thankful for my body. Me too. Above. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming you meant you're thankful for your body? No, that's not what I meant. Oh, wow. <laughs> I love it. Anywho, (laughs) as she buries her head in her hands and I am now feeling things down below. Anyway, I'm not sure what was the stronger influence upon me in terms of my body, my religion, as was your religion, Kelly. Uh, Our body is our temple. And then also 25 years of watching bodies fail as a gerontologist, I felt compelled to maintain my body and it's been a huge priority so in celebration of our survival of covid i felt we felt it appropriate to take daisy out to garland park if you're ever in the area i highly recommend checking it out Mm -hmm. but 
I rarely, as you know, ever do anything for one reason alone. Is that right? Mm, you've never pointed that out, but now that I think about it, yes, I'll agree with that. I like the fact that I never had to point it out. Mm-hmm. That tells me a lot about mm-hmm. our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my not-so-secret pleasures is introducing things to people for the first time. In this case, three things. Number one, Garland Park itself, which is awesome. Number two, the moss-covered frog pond. And number three, the grinding bowl rock that is somehow accessible mm-hmm. and not made into a preserved and treasured Native American artifact. I love that we have access to this and the local tribe I'm sure agrees we as Indians or as white women force me to say Native Americans I don't, don't force you to say you that. don't you don't but oh my god I'm I'm shamed by people that have no context or clues to who I am but decide that I need to be calling myself something over it we collectively don't believe in ownership the land is everyone's to use and to be used responsibly and shared for everyone. And that's a topic for another mm-hmm. series of podcasts in the yeah. future. I can feel like a documentary being made and yeah, I, I am all in on that, but staying on track, you and I ventured out and shook off the cabin fever in a responsible way. Outdoors. Outdoors. We hiked into Garland park with Daisy who was spirited at first, but started to huff and puff <laughs> another reference to previous podcast about her girth. <laughs> Which only reinforced the fact that she needed this as much as we did. Yeah. And our destination was the frog pond initially. When, mm. And while this hike was not more than a couple of miles, it was most definitely challenging. Huh. The elevation shift is pretty significant and the slope is pretty steep. Steep to the degree that you could lose your footing, which I did several times. Mm. Especially because I walk in flip-flops mm-hmm. if there's any loose material underfoot. Sweat, especially for me, was most definitely involved. But... Once at the Oasis. <laughs> was it not gorgeous, Kelly? It was. And I also have the song Midnight at the Oasis in my head. Great. And I'll I drop can't it get in. it out of it, my head. But okay. Yeah. It, it was. Um, and it was a little bit smaller than Promise, which doesn't happen very Well, like the Mona Lisa, me, right? right? Like some things That's are just true. small, but they're still impressive. You um, better not be also referencing me on that. Oh, you know I'm not. Get a room. Move on. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> anyway, the, the the frog pond was smaller than usual, and the evidence had shown that the drought was responsible for that because you mm. could see that it, there was mud in a larger span. But it was like an emerald gleaming in the spotty sun through the leaves. And as a 14-year-old would do, and I am 14 years old in most respects, I had to show you the creepy phenomenon of what happens when you toss a rock into the center and how the brackish water emerges like a crater from a meteor. But two things happened simultaneously. Number one, <laughs> as I turned my back to find a suitable rock, what did, what did Daisy do? Um, she had just kind of casually yeah. sauntered into the pond. <laughs> casually. Um, yeah. Yeah, okay. So... One thing that hasn't been mentioned is that the day before, or yeah, re- very yes. very recently prior, yep, um, we had taken her to get a bath, and um, she was she was smelling good, she was looking good, she was shiny, she was spotless. Yep, not no mo, not no mo. So of course, I broke the silence, and I think I startled you as I often do. 
I screamed at the top of my lungs her name in the tone that will make a bear shudder. And then she retreated, but not until she was half black, half green. And what did I say to you about what she looked like? She looked like she had walked into like a pool of pesto. Oh, I started yeah, craving true. mozzarella. <laughs> I wanted caprese salad. Oh, it's true. She it did look like, like pesto. pesto. Oh, my God. Pesto Daisy. Yeah. Didn't hurt that we hadn't eaten that day. <laughs> but she looked at me with that, uh, thanks, Dad, you ruined my fun kind of look and oh. retreated. And she, you know, like you said, she had just been washed. And then, then I tossed the rock into the water. And Kelly, yeah. can you describe to the audience what happened there? I don't know. Um, was it a rock? Was it a stick? I don't know. You you threw something into the water it was a solid light green surface. Uh, something broke the surface. So there was an expanding circle of black for a minute. And yep. then it kind of rapidly reabsorbed. Like it, it was um, possessed. Like it had a life of its own. And it didn't need us being there. It was going to resume its natural state. It was, it was a little disturbing to watch. It, it, exactly. I, I couldn't have. It looked it. alive. It, it looked alive. And it it was like something out of a Steve King novel. Like, like <laughs> the, the pond just regenerated itself. It, Wait a minute. Who's Steve King? Steve King. Are you like super buddies with Steve King? I did sit outside of his house for quite some time. So you can call him Steve instead of Steven? We're on. Okay. Yeah. We're on a first name basis now. I, I didn't. I told you the story. I didn't go to his door because I didn't. I figured out I really didn't have anything to say to him. I drove all the way to fucking Bangor, Maine, to see Steve King, and um, just sat there in front of his house. Okay. And, and he was the he was home. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. So all weird, right. Weird, Never weird heard side him. side thing. Never heard of him. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So then, that's what happened. Then, then it was a short walk down the hill, and that led us to the grinding bowls that I, I had promised. And this is where the Rumson tribe, and just for argument's sake and for facts, one of the eight offshoots of the Ohlone tribe, and this is where <laughs> they process their food. And it's, a, it's just an amazing site. It's grand, and it's incredibly intact. And I, I Unmarked. Unmarked. May, may I, I, I really, I get a, I get a physical it's just reaction. It's suddenly there. It's suddenly and there. And it's very impressive. Yep. And it's just sitting there, but for everyone to see and interact with, which is crazy because most of these things are usually cordoned off. Yeah. So I had befriended a few years earlier, uh, one of the leaders of the tribe, and that was under not so great circumstances, but we quickly ratified all of that issue and put it aside and we've become fast friends. And then... I become recently involved, and we're going to talk about my relationship with one of the leaders of the tribe in a future podcast that has been nothing but spectacular, and we have a great relationship. But they both explained to me that some of the, quote, divots that are not true bowls mm -hmm. are inauthentic and created by visitors for unknown reasons. Who knows? Mm -hmm. The deeper ones that are on a horizontal plane are legitimate. So as we sat in reflection of the historical significance of these magnificent specimens, I decided it was a good idea to open the bottle of Petite Syrah. And I'm going to let you say in French the name of the vineyard because you have such a beautiful ability to speak French. Oh, you know, 
you overestimate my my capacity. Uh, looks like Bolio Vineyards in Rutherford. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And we had a beautiful petite Syrah. It was delicious. And the red wine in the sun, mm-hmm. it cast a glow upon the rocks and upon your face. And we captured that in photo- photos. And then as we were all three soaking three? in, well, three. Daisy was <laughs> laying there. She didn't have any wine for the record. <laughs> or actually, she did, didn't she? She might have. Oh, boy. Anyway, we were we interrupted, w- I would say. There was this thundering down the hill, <laughs> down the path, louder than bombs. No respect for nature. What's up, Smiths? Ugh. And it was a group of folks that broke into our space, and we acknowledged one another politely and you could overhear the white woman who wanted to be overheard Mm. quote sharing her knowledge and she told the other two hikers that she knew some female members of the osage tribe with the great level of authority and and what's wrong with that statement alone uh osage yeah (laughs) she got her tribe wrong yeah oh sage ohlone you know ohlone osage yeah they're yeah, tomato one the tomato same. oh my god so she went on to explain that the vertical rock which has divots in it were where the ancient women leaned against the rock during the birthing process and dug their knuckles into the side leaving the divots that we see today i i think my jaw dropped oh because it was so unexpected yeah i don't know for sure that it's not true but it seems highly unlikely well i can tell you that it wasn't the osage (laughs) that's for sure (laughs) yeah so point of fact and then she then very proudly and reverently touched the divots believing her story and then kelly looked at me for a reaction and i just shook my fucking head knowing and i just said let it happen yeah, I was actually kind of grateful that we didn't engage with the woman. Oh, it would have been bad. Um, not just because of the preposterousness of the story, but uh, this might sound a little judgy, but she was wearing a mask, and that uh, bothered me that for up. a reason. Oh. Yeah. We were outside. It was a beautiful, warm day. There was lots of space between the humans present at that site. Um, Is it safe to say that she was like a super Karen? All right. Let's yeah, go with that. Super Karen. Yeah. So, and, and you know what, Kelly? When we started this podcast, this is exactly what I'm referring to. This is one of the quirks of the planet that I actually don't get enraged about. And and it took mm. me a while, right? And But I was never one to, like, bit enraged. I'm not that, like, like, you see that in the movements. All these movements and the, 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 like the pissed that. off people with their eyes bulging mm-hmm. out and their teeth gritting. Mm. It's human. And... Honestly, it made me chuckle. Mm-hmm. And we just looked at each other and we shook our heads and we're like, well, what the fuck? And you know what? The people that were with her, do you remember the look on their face? Yeah, they were kind of like, uh, okay, lady. Yeah, they weren't they weren't. Her. They weren't buying it. No, they weren't buying it. And what would have happened when they got down to the bottom? Like a few, you know, maybe 50 feet down, there right. was like a sign. Right. That <laughs> corrected remember? everything. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, this is how myth and urban legend are created. And uh, I've always been attracted to that. I've always been the one to derail things, like just to fuck with people. Well, she inadvertently is the catalyst for that. So thanks, white lady. And, and you know, when they finally did walk away, we toasted to the elders. We toasted to the rock. We toasted to the beautiful, 
beautiful filtered light. You know my thing about filtered light. I OMG. Know. Yeah. Shining through the red wine upon our black and green dog. Oh, Pesto Daisy. <laughs> Pesto Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> and we promised to return. So, there's my snap. The question I have for all of you is, when was the last time you were full of shit? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure your reaction is like, wait, what? I'm never full of shit. But you heard me. When was the last time you were full of shit that you didn't vet the story, that you didn't vet your knowledge, that you just took it at face value, you stated a guess as fact and left someone to believe your bullshit story? Mm-hmm. If you say you've never done it, mm, now you're full of shit. Mm-hmm. So if these instances are frequent, we would love to help you fix that. Mm-hmm. Kelly. What do you have? I hear the homework bell going off. What do you have for our listeners today? (laughs) Okay. So when you hear a story that is questionable, research it. Don't take it for fact. Amen. Because once you commit to believing it, it's a fact in your mind. Yep. Then you may at one point look like an asshole regarding a falsehood. Yep. And see, that's it. So when you regurgitate a story that you took for fact, you're the one now delivering the story. You're now held responsible for that story. So don't be a dick. Also, take your mask off in a beautiful park on a warm, windy day, for God's sake, people. Breathe the air. It's a beautiful world. Let's go fly our kites. Yaw-ko-key. 